0: Salute when you see me uh, That jealousy shit is an ocean And you either float or you sink m- 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 Moment of truth, credit check, nigga, you not approved B.B. King, I'm in love with the blues they Don't m- start m- me up, I, I got finishing s- moves, look uh, uh, so Salute when you, you see me Slid through all the commotion It's breaking news, they got an ad on TV Popping out on them, I'm politic And probably in a section where you are not permitted Nigga, my honey's matching my Dodger fitted Playing all gold, ain't no stopping it Look yeah. Salute when you see me I bought her a CC And that was a purse Disgusting with bitches A do for a purse Disgusting with niggas A do for the clout I'm one of the realest The real ones could vouch They thought I was done But all that shit out You gotta play my new shit And surround yeah. Salute when you see me Put in the car to the plug My runner gets you speedy Still thugging like the days When they weren't hearing my CD Made it out of the trenches My nigga salute when you see me Yeah Salute when you see me i'm getting greedy i blow the whole budget on me that's on me i'm conceited treaty nah that ain't how we treat it, treat it. this right here sound like a three-peat. 3 I i put the tip in it sound Three. like i'm needy, but i'm like aww oh, bitch you too needy. needy me and hb going juvie and bg they gotta put my face on them box of wheaties i'm praying for whoever think they competing salute when you see me. see me that's all he ever so that's how you greet me God. i'm going tm 101 GZ, and plus they got d2 on repeat yeah. Yeah. With the love of my life for like three weeks Cause that's all I needed She wanna go on a trip and retreat But I'm sorry I never retreated I said the borrow so high that you might as well leave it I'm going undefeated I broken the system and shit had to breach it That's mission impossible, mission completed uh-huh. Uh-huh. Salute when you see me on oh dear I got the heart of a God and a genie I want you to love me, I want you to need me When I shoot at his face it's a me I gotta get back to the hood I remember when I was the needy uh-huh. Clean me up, squeaky I you got a salute when you see me. Love, bitch.
1: Uh, uh.
0: It's fire
1: man. What a great ass track Hitboy was <laughs> Hit Boy was spitting in the beginning. He was He was spitting in the beginning. he was. put that shit in my car, my runner, to get to you speedy. Woo! I love that talk. Hold wait, way wait, That wasn't Hitboy's line. That was him. That was? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I like that. Lit. starting off with prayers to Texas, man. Shout out to all my niggas in Texas that's going through this crazy ass st- snowstorm. God damn dog, they weren't ready for that shit down there. No bullshit. They used to that hot, hot weather. You snow see snow be- coming out of nowhere, man. You see Beyonce? No. Come on, man, be good. You know she came. Through oh yeah, Texas. that's her home state. That's her Come home state. Man. She asked to. Wow, this they of is one of us in here no bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man salute so to everybody that's helping out in Texas I do just mention Beyonce because her and the Be Good Foundation and Adidas partner with a group in Houston called like something life something like that but it's just dope to see everybody uh, coming through and it's sad as fuck everybody the son they had icicles on fucking ceiling fans like in in the fucking apartment hallway that's crazy like it's crazy like, this shit just completely broke that drain up. I got you. Get this, <clears throat> get this show on the road. Damn. Cause I'll be late for... My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo 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 yo, uh, Mally Bros podcast, man, episode thirty six. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerome Bettis episode. That's my thirty six for the week, man. A bus. Jerome Bettis episode. OG Sean Taylor episode. Yes, sir. R.I.P. to the realest. R.I.P. We um, yeah, man, we here, dog. Thirty six. Come on, I know you got something better than that. Thirty six. That's all I got for thirty six. Who else was thirty six, y'all? Ah. Uh, And you know what? It's becoming a thing now where people are like, can't believe y'all didn't didn't say that 36. Who's a good 36? I'll tell y'all what. The nigga that played on our football team, I'll never forget that nigga's number was 36. He was a beast. So wherever you are, bro, you talking about when we was little? Bro, yeah, we played for the Southern Maryland Redskins, son. That nigga number 36 was a beast. I'll never forget that. Nigga got the ball and ran it up the field every time. It's like, this nigga's way more talented than all of us. Wow. Okay. OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson 436 36 and was obese. I'm sick of this nigga getting online and saying, you know what? My prediction was right. <laughs> it's like Get the fuck out of here, nigga. Who asked you? He's terrible, bro. He just gives off creepy vibes, bro. You know what he, like, when he first got on Twitter, what did he do? He said some shit like, I've had a long life and. Up in a Remember he used to be in the golf cart? <laughs> yeah, like I'm telling you, like when he first got on Twitter, Take he just care. he just said some fucked up shit. Like he'll just drop shit on you that make you be like, What? I had a fucked up life. Some things I was I hold found guilty of and some things I wasn't. Some things I did I wasn't found guilty of. <laughs> Look, but life goes on. That nigga drive off, you sitting there like, the fuck is wrong with this yeah.
0: nigga?
1: Yeah. Son, he's really like that though. Well, I don't know him. I'm just saying on the on the See, I don't like that. This nigga no don't like that with a headphones. I hate talking with the headphones on. Hey, look, um, happy Friday to everybody, man. I don't know if y'all got the snow and ice bullshit wintery mix that we got. But uh the shit is annoying. I'm ready for it to stop. Right. Yep. And it's feel like it's been a short week. It's been an eventful week for your boy. Been an eventful yeah, week yeah, for yeah. Your boy. Speak on it. Mm-hmm. Nah, not not too much. Not too much. Actions, baby. Actions. Look, niggas get to speaking about what they about to do. Don't do mm-hmm. it. Salute when you see me. Come on, man. I wanted to come with a bar so, so bad just now. I'm the nigga that used to work side you, but now I'm on TV. <laughs> Something like that. You going <laughs> to be that nigga? <laughs> hey, um, Valentine's Day was a fucking joke. Yo, Valentine's Day was just such a shitty day. Let period. me tell you, you. Yeah, you know what? Shout out to all you fucking lovey-dovey couples. But it was a rough Valentine's Day for me, bro. I'm not even going (laughs) to fucking lie to you, bro. I was salty as fuck that entire day. Yeah. And And I was off. Honestly, bro. Valentine's Day was like... It wasn't even like lovey for like everybody. Like people were saying that, oh, I saw endless shit. But for real, for real, I'm going to keep it 100. All I saw was Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan. That was the best like shit I saw online. Like... A lot of the shit that I've seen of, like, where, like, shit is laid out, to me, like, those videos are fake and recycled. I'm just going to tell y'all that. I feel like those videos are fake and recycled. But Terrence like, Terrence called one fake video. Now he think all the videos are fake. I think they fake. But, I mean, they might be real, but it don't matter. But, look, I don't know about you, but I saw a lot of, like, disa- I, I, I was in front of a lot of disappointments on Valentine's Day. Like, a lot of people were disappointed as fuck on Valentine's Day for from their Valentine's. I've seen more situations where, look, people didn't like what they got. They thought somebody was going it's to do more. Man. You got a fucking Valentine. You, if, you even got a, if you got a simple-ass box of chocolate, some Ferrero Rocher or some shit like that, you should be fucking grateful because guess what? A nigga over here was eating ramen. Nah, but look, <laughs> put it like this. You know everybody had their situation, so say like. But I don't, I don't see what you could be unhappy about. Let's just say you did a little bit more than the next person. Oh yeah, nah. I, never, I definitely nah, had man. some conversations. So I know some with of some y'all folks. went through that. Y'all, some of y'all got y'all girl that bag she wanted. Look, you threw the gift card in the bag. You was really in. You was really in your gift giving bag. Oh, look, oh, look. You were, when she opened it, you was like,
0: "Open it up. What you got on the inside?"
1: <laughs> you got her the shoes she wanted, and she got you what? Madden already had it. <laughs> Baby, this is the old Madden. already got this. <laughs> I, I know you kept I'm the receipt. Bought my game digital. That's why you didn't see the box, boy. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> 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 you can't ask for more gifts, but look, a lot of people went through that. Where it's like, damn, like the out gifting. It was a I lot die, of I went all out gifting. Then look, some people didn't do a lot. Let me ask you a question, bro. The put flowers everywhere in the house thing. I would definitely do that. I like it. Yeah. But like, what the <laughs> fuck are you gonna do with all the flowers? <laughs> I, I mean, What's really? You, it's just for decoration. You put twelve dozen roses in here, right? Yeah. Let's say you. I'm not talking about these rich niggas that can say, all right, Quavo, come pick this shit up now. I'm talking about a regular nigga. There's a lot of regular niggas that did shit like that. Mm -hmm. You order 12 dozen roses, then you got them all here, right? What do you do with them? You just leave them there and let them bitches die. Them shits you can't just leave leave there? 12 dozen. Honestly, you can throw them away for real, for real, but for real, for real, it's really just all about that night. It's all about the moment. Yeah. I feel like if you throw roses all over the place... I like oh, the no, rose petal thing. Rose, I'm a rose petal nate. And that's what I'm about to say. If you throw rose petals and shit like that all over the place, like after that night, cat, y'all supposed to wake up to that. Like, damn, look at the roses and all of that. I can't even believe last night was real. Like I wake up, I'm looking at the roses, like, damn, that really happened. Yeah. You better hope you don't like I always think what if you like fuck up that night? What if you what if you excuse me, y'all? What if you put all the roses out and then you got like the bubble guts? Oh yeah, you like right back, right back at the door. <laughs> to me, that's like nightmarish. I, nah, I keep it a hundred. Make it. it work. I keep it a hundred with it. Nah, you go down to the concierge. Do y'all have a Pepto? <laughs> <laughs> Just sound like a nightmare all together, man. Oh yeah, make it work. And hey, you know what I did see though on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, and a lot of niggas have spoken on this. It was a whole lot of pop up relationships, a whole lot of whole shit. You gotta, you gotta. Oh, you got a man. Oh, this nigga Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm not even trying to be that guy, but like, it's some people that definitely was mixy. Yeah that that, that ended up. I had some joints that that I bet I knew. I be knowing now. You can tell when joints be in relationships the way they talk. And that's something that's something that we need to talk about low-key. These Mm -hmm. joints like this is a fact right here that I'm about to say. People that's in relationships be the nicest, flirtiest, most friendliest. They'll give you your fucking number. They'll give you their number. Look, they the most friendliest, mixiest people ever. It be the people that's not in relationships that be the most closed off. You ever be you ever talk to a girl and she just be open as fuck and then you be like, you either realize she in a relationship or find out she in a relationship and you like, "Well, you know what?" For real for real, it makes sense, bro. If a girl is too open, I feel like she either talking to somebody or in a relationship. Nah, for me, I get the complete opposite vibe because I feel like these girls that be single Son, they be closed the fuck off. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's damage or something. I don't know. I don't Tell know you, what the fuck it, it is. It'd be the joints with no, this is another thing. The joints with babies be real open too. That's factual. Yeah? Yeah. They got a kid, son. I just feel like they humbled a little bit by the fact that they got like prior like a real priority. Well yeah. And it's so like about, they're not gonna treat you like a fuck nigga. It's like, all right, they left That's not true, Terrence. I know some I know some assholes that got kids. You probably right. You just, you getting the lucky batch. But not, here's the thing. You ever talk to a chick, like, through a DM or, you know, in passing, or you meet her and you find out she got a boyfriend? I was saying people say in it, passing. I, 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 How I, often I, do you really talk to somebody in passing? Not in 2021. That's what I'm saying. You never talk. Even but in like, 2020, even I mean, look, you could meet somebody at somewhere or whatever. You talking to me? and you find out they got a boyfriend or whatever, and the 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 way they was flirty kind of, like, throw you to the left. Like, all right. I don't know if I would deal with this. Out, Like, I've, I've dealt, you ever? Let me try to clean this shit up. You ever dealt with a chick? Not dealt with a chick, but, like, talk to somebody, mm-hmm. and they real mixy, and then you finally got a boyfriend, so I make you think, all right, bet, this how you act, and you got a boyfriend? okay, like, yeah. I would never mm-hmm. be a boyfriend if this is how you feel. like okay, yeah, 100. You, you okay out here cheating. Yeah. Or, like, when somebody got a girl, and then they girl just be wild, and then niggas always talking about their girl. I don't know if anybody ever been in a situation like that where, like, somebody girl, like, real, like, loose, and then, look, other niggas. When you say loose, she, you mean, like, fucking around loose or just Not real? even just, like, fucking around loose. I mean, like, she coming, she leaning, she laughing and playing. Like, look, making little jokes. And when she walk away. Oh, she like that. Look, like, you know how niggas be like, look. Look, say that was your girl. Terrell, it's Terrell, it's you know what I'm saying? Look, Terrell need to get a hold of that jump because I'm about to. It's like. Oh, God. You don't want a girl that's not having you looking like that. Yeah, you like, never want to be G-Money. Yeah. And let want, other uh, this other nigga Nino just, over there, like. Looking at your girl? Yeah, be ah, about hell it. no. I'm going to reference New Jack City a lot because I just watched that movie. Again, it's on HBO Max. It's a fucking great movie, man. Great-ass movie. Um, you know what? You ever thought about this? Mm-hmm. The person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with is, like, somewhere right now. But, like, they could be in a fucked-up-ass relationship, you know? The person that you spend the rest of your life with could be in a fucked-up-ass relationship or, like, a fucked-up-ass situation that you're going to end up hearing about. All right, so where do you think your soulmate is right now? Guess. Uh, Not right now, but like in life. I don't mean like she's in a bed right now, but like, where do you think she is right now? Searching. Like, I think she just like me, like searching. And I felt like that's the only way that I would find her. You mean like searching for their soulmate? Or like nah, just, just searching, period. Like for like whatever way, whatever your way is going to be, trying to figure it out. I don't think the person that I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with is out there looking for me. I think that person is not even thinking about me at all. Like mm-hmm. some people think that they met their soulmate already, but I I don't know. I'm you right, know what? That's what they say though. They say you know, already like know you. I would like to think that they was like, like that. That was the case. But you know what? I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be a, a old nigga that's talking about you. My soulmate's still out there. This nigga. Yeah, a- man. Yes. 40 talking about, yeah, you know what I'm trying to make my soulmate. Like, yo, maybe you need to clean some shit up. Like, I don't know. You might need to take some therapy or something. Like, what's up? 40 looking for your soulmate? What's the story? Yeah. Because you can't be single for 40 years. If you was in a relationship for 10 years and you got out of it, it's like, yo, I'm back on the mall. mile. I get them out here. All right, bet. But 40 and single for 40 yeah, I gotta years? I got to prioritize my fucking social life. I will be 33 and no kids, no wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I work a lot. What you think about the notion of uh, you got to choose your spouse over your kids? I I called my mother this morning, y'all. And uh, me and my mom, it was good to talk to my moms for like an hour and 30 minutes. It's always real good to have that talk with your mom. Y'all Hell know. yeah. Um, Hell yeah. But like we were talking about that it's a Christian belief, believe it or not. But like in the Bible, I believe it does. Oh yeah. There is somewhere in the Bible oh, where it says said. that you're supposed to choose your spouse over your kids. If your kids was dangling on a bridge and your spouse is dangling whether it's your husband or wife, you're supposed to pick your husband and let your kids fall to their deaths. Mm-hmm. It's because you could create another child. But like how you, you be like what? you can get another spouse? Uh yeah, but that's that, crazy? that you, you can't got... get another I mean technically if you marry somebody and they die. Yeah. Like you can't just say I'll get another husband like you already made that Thou through Christ. You know what I'm saying? So, but look, you got mad Christians who hear that and be like, fuck that. I'm picking my, fuck that. I'm picking my kids. Fuck that. Okay. We're going to talk about I mean, that when y'all get up here. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's crazy, though. Laughing at Mike again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, but look, but i only bring that up to say. That's, that's a really, that is a really controversial POV. So, well, let me ask you this first. What's your uh, answer to that? You gonna pick your kids or you gonna pick wifey? I feel like my wife would want me to pick my kids. If she's dangling and my kid is dangling, she's probably gonna be like, "Get the kid and let me go." But yeah, you don't want to save her. Yeah, I feel like if I save her, she would hate me. You again. Yeah, you know. Unless we, if we both had like a deep belief in that, that's one thing. But I don't. I'm not a you know devout <laughs> Christian. Yeah. <laughs> so that decision is tough. Look, I'm not. I'm not making that decision. <laughs> Yeah. That's a tough ass decision. Look, I'ma just go dive off.
0: And we, we, y'all go, we, all dive. <laughs> we
1: all go. We all die. We all going get there. I'll be like, I couldn't make my mind up. I love y'all too much. <laughs> Look, you sacrifice that. Look, you did some fucked up shit in your past. you all all on the elevator up to the great beyond. You did some fucked up shit in your past. You are not even on the other side with him. What happened? Yeah, you on the way down. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I thought that was a funny um. You that mom about mind Funny that. T- topic. And my Ma- mom said she would pick her kids. Mm. She said she would. She pick said her that kids. now. It depends on what mood. She nah, is. she would pick her kids one hundred percent. Yeah, all right. One hundred. I don't see mom picking dad and then <laughs> nah. But I guess nah, they uh, too old now. Forty year old. No, motto? mom said she would have always picked us. She said I will always pick y'all. She said y'all feel like my, uh, like my life walking around, like my, like my actual a piece of me walking around. Damn, no bullshit. That you gotta be. That I mean? gotta be what it's like. Yeah. She texted me today. Hey, hope you home. She never say, are you home? She's like manifesting that I made it in yeah. from the ice. <laughs> Shout out to my parents, man. They just celebrated 37 years of marriage, 40 yeah, year, 41 30. years together, man. Yeah, man. Me and Terrence grew up with a beautiful representation of black love. Mm-hmm. and uh, My dad's definitely that dad that you can talk to about a long marriage. Mm-hmm. And he's going to give you the, the the ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> but um, But yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to say? Women have a cheat code that us men are not afforded the ability to use. And I'm going to tell you what it is. And the shit is disguised as what it is, but it's some bullshit. So, this is the thing. As a man, your girl wants you to like, when it comes to Instagram, right? They want you to post them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You post a girl on in Instagram, it's official. You know what I'm saying? Not Instagram, but like not even – I'm not saying you got to give her like a, a post, but like a story. Like yeah. you, you post that you with this chick, right? You holding a hand across the table or some shit like that. That makes it official, right? And they feel like if you don't post them, then you hiding me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I can't be on your – you know what I'm saying? Especially somebody you starting to take serious, like if it's about to be a girl. Yeah. Not not just some chick you messing with. But if you don't post them, you hiding them, Right? Mm-hmm. But women get to do this shit. And I saw it a lot on, on Valentine's Day. And y'all ass ain't slick. This is what women have gotten away with for the last four mm-hmm. or five years. They get to post your arm or your hand or blur out your face. And they play the no face, no case game, right? Yeah. And you know what they say? Uh-uh, because as soon as you post your nigga, all these bitches be on trying to on his dick, trying to get in his DM. Look, that's what that's one. Yeah. Uh look. Uh I don't want no woman coming to me as a woman. I don't want no other woman coming to me. That's some bullshit. Yeah. You hiding all, you hiding this, you hiding this nigga from, you don't want to make it official because. It's not been, official. It's other niggas out there. Yeah. And, and look, it's not official yet. If Take it was, it a, from if one it was of the, official, you would be posting them. Yes. You you post this nigga's plate in his fingernail and other I'm side. I'm about to say, yeah. Let so, me tell you something. I'm one of the other niggas that sat back and was like, Oh, okay. yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah. ain't gonna put this nigga's face in because I go get his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's put his face like in. Put his face in. Let me see him. <laughs> but that ass, though, no. I feel like these these chicks, most of these, like, I, I took this chick out, you know, a couple weeks ago. Not the one that Terrence was blowing me up on a podcast for. But, I knew she was dating other niggas. But, you know, it was just fun. I'm not about to be one of them salty niggas. You know what I'm saying? We can have a good time. Whatever. But, that's how it is. Look, I mean, Valentine's game. Day. Now you got a nigga to post. She had a nigga to post? We just went and got crab cakes. Damn, yeah. Like, hold on, wait. You got a valentine. I'm like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Because this you know what's crazy? What? We got crab cakes three weeks ago. Three weeks ago we got crab cakes. Now you posting it. And he's doing it up for you. Well, I wonder if this nigga knows about our crab cake trip. Damn. That nigga did it up for her because so he was on, trying to. Look, he was on get back, though. This is the thing. She ain't posting nigga up. She just posted his plate. Of course, this nigga got it. Look, you, she posts her little girly meal. Look, she got a fucking bow tie pasta. He gets a fucking porterhouse steak and fucking, you're like, all right, that's definitely a man's meal. And this, well, nigga's, you, this nigga's hand. Fuck it, bro. He, she had another nigga. No, I'm, no, it's fine. It's completely fine. I'm about salty. But uh, I'm just saying, that's their game. Like, we can't do that. If you want to be like, no face, no case, because niggas going to be on your, yeah. because you know how niggas do. Well, we can't get that off. I was about to say, Valentine's Day definitely passed, and i definitely seen a lot of, like... It's like you was post... A lot of chicks posted they shit. Like, they Valentine, like, gifts and, like, like the flowers and shit, but, like, nobody posted who they got them from. Like, nobody posted... And I guess it, it's not, like, a big deal, but it, it was kind of, like, damn, like... Chicks did get away with, like, celebrating Valentine's Day and, like, in the cut real quick. Like, hmm You ain't got to really post who... Sent you the flowers. It's just like, yo, I got flowers. Well, so I got some shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Your mother got you them flowers. Or your sister or some shit. I mean, hey. And you know what? That that leads to to the Fellas, you know what we need to start doing? Getting our men's stuff on Valentine's Day. They call it Palantines. You know Palentine's? how girls have Galantines? They call it Palantines Day. You got to get our boys some gifts on... uh. Valentine's Day, Fuck it. Mm-hmm. shake the globe up. Get a get your bro a Apple Watch. Shake the world watch. up, cause they can just be hate. Get your bro Apple Watch or some AirPods. Got you these, bro. And then he posts some joints. Baby, happy uh, Valentine's Day. Damn, I'm a look. I'm a lucky dude. All look, your girls gonna be going crazy. Love day. <laughs> it's love day. I'm showing all my niggas love. And let you say, look, my boy got me these. Yeah, Damn, look. Up. Now you gotta get a gift for your girl and your boy. You gotta make sure your girl gets better than your boy's gift. <laughs> I would never get a nigga something on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. Valentine's Day, too much of a we together thing. It was a lot of people. Look, somebody I... like Diddy, though, could make that happen. You know how Diddy is all oh, about yeah. love? Remember he was trying to get us to call him love? Look. Yeah, no. No, Diddy. Yeah. Hey, we've been <laughs> down this road once. You went from Puff to Diddy, and now yeah. you're stuck, Diddy. Puff, Puff Daddy. He wants to call him Puppy. Dr. Love. Dr. Love or Mr. Love? Yeah, no, no, Diddy. No, Sean. <laughs> But you know what? Um, last thing about Valentine's Day, um, it was a lot of people that I thought had Valentines that just—I don't know if they, you know, did it in silence, which I respect—but they they wasn't quick to post a bunch of shit. So I'm like, damn. I thought you had a Valentine. It was this chick that I was messing with that that just low key, you know, moved on with her life. I thought she had a Valentine. She was like, nah, I don't, I don't. I'm like, god damn, shit. We could have. Yeah, I I, I could have been your Valentine. You know, you hate to be that nigga. <laughs> Did you have a Valentine this year? Me? Nah. No Valentine's, man. No Valentine this year. Or last year or the year before. Fucked up question I asked on yeah. purpose. Well, I knew you you had that whack ass answer. Stings again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. um I didn't have a Valentine either. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, bro. You're supposed to you you know when somebody asks you a question, y'all normally you're supposed to just go ahead and return that question. Oh my bad, you know, my bad, my question. bad. Not just you know what I'm saying this this isn't an interview. I don't give a fuck about this nigga. <laughs> but I didn't have a Valentine either. And I felt like this year it was all about, you know what I'm saying? I'm preparing for next year. Yeah. Did you see that thing that was like, I want to do this I'm not trying to be in the cupcake phase next year neither. I'm trying to know her, you mm-hmm. know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not trying to have it be like, we I just know. celebrating. Look, Michael be joining and Lori, I wonder, like, even though he did do that for her, it's like the fact that they fresh and it's Valentine's Day, like, it's like, oh, shit. Valentine's Day when y'all are fresh? <laughs> like, you have to do it big. What are you hating? What's that look on your face? Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan are making me sick. Why? I'm fucking tired of them already. I love them though. I love my nigga Michael B. That will never change. But if you're a real MBJ fan, nigga, we know you. We ain't never seen you act you, like this before. Bro, and it's he weird. A, he has a girl now. This nigga Michael B. Jordan. When he had a girl. Tan. It's been a minute. I've been following Michael B. Jordan. We not gonna talk about Michael B. Jordan every fucking. I know. Bible I know. Day, I, know so I know. I know. I know. I'm just but saying. We talking about Valentine's Day. And you know what you got on here today? The best Valentine. And what they did? I don't gonna lie. He won. This nigga rented out the aquarium and they ate seafood. Like that nigga got. Louis did that, and that was like? Was all <laughs> like wow. And then he's really proven why he. Hey. I love. I love them. But now it's just a little like, I child like. Hey, look, this the thing. This is my question. To I you love know. you. Oh, no, 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 no. Mm, you hate? Are you hating me? One thousand percent hate. Right. So look. But I love Michael of, B. Jordan. Are you sick of them or are you sick of your situation? Because you're really just looking at them sick as shit. This nigga trying to put a mirror up in my face. It's like you hungry watching somebody eat and you sitting there mad at them. Look at this motherfucker's hat eating. You mad because you're <laughs> hungry, nigga. Don't start talking about him. That is him. not true, Terrence. You mad I'm talking are No, Terrence. I'm talking about the fact that my boy Michael B. Jordan, who I follow since 2016 on Instagram, has never ever in his life on Instagram posted somebody he was dating. But he did Even have a when, joint. Yeah, but he never posted like this, bro. Right. As far as Michael rela- B. Jordan went. This is his went, first big relationship. Nah, but probably. listen. As far as my man went was to post, he posted this girl's fucking uh fucking legs and some shit, right? That was it. We was like, all right, bet. My bad, you He was on a he was on the on the boat with the chick. Yeah. And uh with the girls. And they were like, oh, he little white girl. You know what I'm saying? The f- <laughs> this is the first time this nigga's posting like this. Alright, bro, like, let's let's get past just, this 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 Michael B. We, okay, like I get I don't it. even like, know how we got there. But yeah. you, oh no, you asked me. You were talking the about the Michael B. Jordan situation. Damn, you brought up their fucking, them fucking eating the seafood. I told you they was making me sick, and I told you why. I don't even know why I, I brought that up. I respect it, though. We were talking about Valentine's Day. No, nah, but I thought we was at the end of that. It's all good. I don't even know why I brought that up. My bad. No, nah, we were. But it was lit, though. Aquarium, seafood, Hermes, stocks. Damn, he did all of that? That was the biggest He part got of her Air, Hermes stocks? He bought her stocks in Hermes. Where most of these chicks got the most of the... Really? Yes. Yo. He got her Hermes hey, stock. Hey, Mike. Hold on, wait. I thought you didn't want to talk about Mike. I had no idea that he just did that, he did that. Yeah. A real nigga. Let me tell you why. Because you could either get a Birkin bag for a chick, or you could buy her stock in Hermes. I don't know if you know, but Birkin bags are made by Hermes. So it's opposed to me buying you a Birkin, I just got you socks. That's a real nigga right there. She can't put them stocks on though. Future, still winning. <laughs> oh my god! But look, cause she won. Cause look, future, future gave her an AP. This nigga and Michael AP B. Jordan gave her. Look, and all the women soaking it up. But look, what if she didn't fuck with he that? He bought her ladies? something that could grow. That she ladies. Could- what if she didn't he fuck with it? He bought her. <laughs> he invested. Look, look, all of that bullshit. Look, LLC Twitter might fuck with this, but she not. She might not be a part <laughs> of that. She might have really wanted that Birkin. <laughs> she might have wanted a Birkin or an she AP. a Birkin. She better work. <laughs> She's twenty four years old. What the fuck do I want with some? St- look, and this sounds very ignorant, but I know when I was a when I was twenty four, I'm like, oh, why, best stocks. Now me to t- at, at twenty, this is terrible. But at 26, and y'all 24-year-olds should be get, wanting to get into stock. But all I'm saying is, hypothetically speaking, you might know not, if but, he won. I mean, look, hey. he got her, what, a turtle? And she took her to see the sea turtles? He got her a fucking Gucci turtle bracelet or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. We're my not man talking about Future took her all the way out. Where? Places she ain't never seen before. This I'm not even impressed by this shit. Where is the Birkin? Or my AP? <laughs> <laughs> Sippin' on it's Don I got Perignon for, you, for no reason. Poppin' tags up on Escalon for no reason. Sink this bad little John, she, she was perfect. I'll let I her cut. kiss the form right now if she worth it. Ballin' in the middle of the club, no jersey. Mining on that liquor cause I I've been drinking that dirty. Couple A's by the spike. my niggas me. This nigga words. don't know the word. I don't know the word. got my cup, I my drink, and, drink, and I'll and listen to that joint again, bro. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. That's in your Uh, That's in your list. No. Diamonds dancing isn't in your list. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. It, it might be in one of the first joints that I would play, I would play but Future got too many hits, bro. You have no idea how many hits Future has. Hey, look. Just to close off on that. Hobert, you, yeah, the the stocks thing is cool, fellas, but you gotta make sure your girl in, into it because you don't want to get her stocks and then you gotta tell her about why this is a good gift. Yeah, you don't realize what I'm doing for you. If you gotta do that, it's a shitty gift. I don't even fuck how how many stocks you got. Oh boy, you dude. know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Hey, look, um, Judas and the Black Messiah mm-hmm. came out um, on the on the 12th, which was the day the podcast came out. Yeah. I watched it on the 13th. Terrence watched it today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It it was a fight to get this nigga to watch the movie. It was not a fight. It was. Terrell, no, it was not. Son, let me tell y'all something. Terrell, don't say nothing. Niggas are so annoying like Terrell where they be pressing you to do something and you know when you're going to do it. And then... (laughs) They say shit like that. I had to beg him. Nigga, I had been t- to kept saying, you need to watch it. I said, I gotta know what I'm going to watch it. I had to fight. All right, but you better watch me for the podcast. I said, I know what I'm going to watch it. Now this nigga want to get on here and make it seem like he had to beg me. Nigga, you was irking me. How about that? This nigga was, wait, look, I'm going to watch the mom. I'm going to watch it mom. This nigga was watching. Ma. This nigga Terrence will watch a random ass. Look, he was watching look Tony Parker documentary, which that I heard. That documentary. I heard it was good, but I'm like, nigga. We have a podcast. Please watch this movie. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I've been watch that joint. All right. So you fresh off the movie, like same day, and I know it. And I know the nigga thought the movie was good because when I got home, guess what he was watching? Fred Hampton YouTube clips. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing like some uh, some some studying, but like. But uh, if you haven't seen yeah. the movie, it's a movie about Fred Hampton, who was the uh, the chairman of the uh, Chicago Illinois chapter of the uh, Black Panthers, and um, it's about. His assassination. And the reason why the, the movie is called Judas and the Black Messiah is because it's about uh, William O'Neill and how he infiltrated the Black Panthers in collaboration with J. Edgar Hoover um, to take down Fred Hampton. And uh, the movie was fucking brilliant. I fucking love it. All right, I, I, I'm let me say what I have to say. Oh, you got it. You, I'm like, you, you, say. It. you got it. The movie was brilliant, number one. Uh, my favorite... Uh no, shout out to Sean Bobbitt, ASC, BSC, uh who shot the film. He also shot uh if you if you're familiar with his technique, he also shot 12 Years a Slave with um uh Stephen uh Steve McQueen. But the movie was brilliant to me. Like I loved I loved Daniel Kaluuya's performance. I thought he did great. <laughs> uh <laughs> bitch ass naked. Um LaKeith is becoming one of my favorite just people man yeah. like even though he be on wild shit, and i will just go ahead and add just while we are on the topic of lakeith his casting is perfect perfect there's not a single person acting today that would have played that role better than him that is one thing that i will I agree. say he like when you look at the real william o'neill it's like who can we get to play him don't even think twice. Like Lakeith Stanfield, we put him right there. Mm-hmm. Like he was perfect. When I seen the real dude, I was like, all right, bet they nailed that. Now let's start about. Let's talk about the star of the film. Okay. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <A> revolution. <laughs> Nigga love the movie. I am. I fucking <laughs> love that Drake, bro. Um, what did you think about Daniel Kaluuya, bro? Because that's the big thing. You've always been. <laughs> you've been. You've been a little. You got a little haterism in your gang. But. Yeah. What did you think about Daniel Kaluuya's performance as Fred Hampton? And then think about the real, you know, Fred Hampton, and think about Daniel Kaluuya. And like, what do you think? I'm really interested to know what you think. They're gonna <laughs> know I loved it. You the one that was had iffy thoughts, couldn't even. I thought, like, when I, before I watched it, I was like real nervous about like Daniel Kaluuya's like accent, like coming out. Like, I was real nervous about like. Like, I was just real nervous about, like, how he'd be able to, to like, portray him. Because I don't think that he looked like Fred Hampton. And I know that that's not super important. He looks, he does look like Fred Hampton a little bit. Man, I just don't see it. Like, I see he him. He looks more like Fred Hampton than Denzel looks like Malcolm X. Or and looked like Malcolm X. In the ba- And that speaks more to performance then. Because I feel like Denzel has his own look. But, like, he's able to transform like Denzel did Hurricane, Denzel did Malcolm X. Denzel did movies like Glory, Denzel did movies like Book of Eli, Denzel did movies like What do you but what do you mean? Why you say that for? I'm just saying, You're saying like Daniel Kaluuya can't transform? N- uh, absolutely absolutely Damn. not like Denzel. Did you see okay, So Get out. look, let's look at Get Out, let's look at uh the movie he was in, Steve McQueen with The Wives, he was in that. Widows. Let's look at look look at Widows, that and then you have um Messiah it, and then you got uh the love movie. You have um, Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. You if you, you look at all of we, we can real, real, we can. Black uh, Mirror. Yeah, but look, when you look at all of that, Daniel Kaluuya is a. He got a lot of he range. He wouldn't right? like what I. He, would, he wouldn't like what I would. What I, he wouldn't like my judgment about him as an actor. But I do think that he's tight in a way where you fit a, a, a type role, like a type character. But he hasn't done any role that's like the, the last role. None of he's never he, none I, of the roles he plays, is like the last. Right, I don't know. I just think it's his. I just think it's just him as a person. But look, I will say, just on back back on Judas and the Black Messiah, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't. You I didn't like the movie. I liked. I didn't like it. You didn't like the movie. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And you like, got a bit it's a good da- got good damn reason. <laughs> this movie is up for Oscars. So first and foremost, I felt like watching Daniel Kaluuya do the Fred Hampton accent was like watching The Nutty Professor, bro. You know how— I feel like if you didn't know he you was real, how- you wouldn't even think about this, Terrence. Terrell, no, you're that's not doing true. That that's not true. Know- that's not true. Can I just give my, re- can my review? Like, yeah. this is my review, you're going to sit there and— I'm Yeah, you I'm offended. And, 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 yeah, you're gonna I'm offended. Y'all, I'm giving my review. First and foremost, I thought the movie is, as a whole, is definitely enjoyable and impactful to watch. I'll say that. I thought a real big scene that really impacted me was, of course, the assassination scene, you know what I'm saying, with, mm-hmm. Deborah, Wa- with Deborah Washington. Oh, I believe so. I don't want to go, keep going out his, um bit. His baby mother was talking about, I, I saw the actual interview his baby mother was talking about, but they literally, and this isn't really a spoiler because it's based off true events, but they shoot him in his apartment in front of his baby mom's. Um, and it's just fucked up. That scene in the movie is just so fucked up. Like, it's hard to watch. Um, but aside from the impactful performances and the impactful portrayals of what really happened really affecting me, I'm not going to act like I really banged with the movie. I didn't bang with Daniel Kaluuya's performance. I'm sorry. And I bang with Daniel Kaluuya as an actor, but I'm just an honest nigga. I'm not the nigga that's just going to be like, oh, you did a black movie? Oh, I love this. Like, I'm going to give you a, a, a real... Honest opinion about your performance, and like, but anybody who has any question about like my judgment on actors, like, look at how I judged Jonathan Majors in Lovecraft Country. This had nothing to do with me having any prior like liking of anything that he did before. This was the first thing I saw him in. Nah, Tans, you and do because, have a little. No, look, because he was able to portray that role so well, that's why I liked him. But you know, Jonathan Majors is. You know, but I my thing is, look, I didn't know him, and all it took was the role. My thing is this: I know Daniel, I know Daniel Kaluuya. I'm a fan of his, so when I saw the Fred Hampton role, I'm like, okay, like, this. You know how I felt about it with it being another one of our black leaders being portrayed by. You know what I'm saying? One of these British actors, and son, honestly, watching him do that performance was like, the Nutty Professor, son, like. When you watch the Nutty Professor, you if y'all haven't seen the Nutty Professor, it's a an Eddie Murphy movie. He's in the fat suit. He's the fat dude. Like, you know how the Nutty Professor has that voice. Like he comes in, he's like, "Hey, uh, so uh, this morning." You know that 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 accent, or oh, right, Denise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that accent. Ten. Like, it felt like that's what it felt like. I was watching with Daniel Kaluuya with. With his accent, it just felt like he was just... It just felt like watching somebody that had a costume on. I just could never really connect with with Fred. And I, honestly, that is that falls on two things. I think one of it falls on his performance, and the other one falls on the fact that I, mainly the, most of the movie is covering William O'Neal. And I'm going to keep it 100. I didn't fuck with that. Like, so, I, now... And I, I get that that's what the movie was, but I don't like how when we cover our movies, and I don't mean to be long winded, y'all, but I don't like when how we when we cover our like look, this is a movie about Fred Hampton, right? Right. What are, what movie are we trying to make? What impact are we trying to make? Because this is my thing, and this is the reason why I said we should bring up, we should have a halt come to, you know what I'm saying? Big time production of these films, because. It's like, what are we really trying to do with this movie? Like, the movie doesn't even follow Fred Hampton. We don't get any more information into Fred Hampton that we didn't already know before we watched this movie. We get all new information into William O'Neill, And I don't give a damn about him. It's called Judas... And, and the, the Black, Black Messiah. Messiah. Okay, it's great. Not but guess Fred. what? Fred Hampton is, is the he's the supporting role. He's the supporting role. Okay, cool. It's so, about the story of William O'Neill. So this is about the story of William O'Neill. Okay, cool. So this is my question to the filmmakers. But not you gotta take back what you just said. No, I'm not. My question is the same. Filmmakers. So why did we make this? What was the point? Like, why should us people get in line to go see this? Because Fred <clears throat> Hampton is the, you know what I'm saying? Fred Hamter, Hampton is the, the figure that you're using to sell the movie. When you sell the movie, when you show the movie on your trailer, you're showing Daniel Kaluuya. You're not showing William O'Neill. This isn't the story about, you know what I'm saying? When you look at the tagline for the movie and what it reads, they don't say this is about William O'Neill, the the, the rat who infiltrated the Black Panther Party in Chicago. This is, They say it's the Fred Hampton movie. But when you watch it, the movie's all about the rat, and what the rat did to infiltrate his way in, and how the rat was know. shaking under pressure and but all Terrence, that. No, I, I don't know like if the, the the movie has always been about. Even though when the movie starts, it's the, like a... I the movie. I mean, when the when the trailer started, it was like, "Bet Fred Hampton." The movie is all the all movie about the rat. was about the rat, though, yeah. from the beginning. From that's the way it was sold. You making it seem like they sold Fred Hampton to us, and then made the movie something else. No, my thing is they, this is what, this is my thing. What is the purpose of the movie? Because this is the same thing that happens with every black movie. They keep it 100 with you. That movie ended the same way every other black movie like that ended. And that's why but I said, what is, is the real point life. Of, this is real life. I know. But like, what is the point of us getting this movie? Like we green light this movie. This movie is being thrown at us by HBO on their biggest platform. One of their biggest releases. Like, these are the movies that get greenlit. We've had this combo before, but like if you look at the movie, this movie is about a black dude who was literally stealing cars and shit like that, got pinched, infiltrated, you know what I'm saying? He was a, you know what I'm saying, got pinched and put against the Black Panther party, fucked everything up. All of our plans and all of the things that Fred was planning at 21, that shit was dangerous. Which is incredible. He, you know what I'm saying, this dude William O'Neill basically, you know what I'm saying, fucks everybody. In the end, he still gets fucked. He gets completely fucked. When you look at these white people, when you look at these movies about white rats, like Wolf of Wall Street and, and, and Goodfellas, these motherfuckers living lavish fucking lives. You know what I'm saying? As snitches. You know what I'm saying? This whole movie, we go through this lavish-ass life that ends with them normally taking some great-ass deal and all of their men going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, This movie is about a snitch who got the short, who started with the short end of a stick and got even shorter of an end. Like, so Fred Hampton dies in front of his wife. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Like not his wife, but his girl. The movie goes off. The movie talks about how all of the, you know what I'm saying? The movie ends telling telling us how they only received a $1.8 million settlement after 12 years fighting that case. This is a terribly, it was a, I felt like shit after I watched that movie. I did too, and I'm like, why the fuck did I need to see this movie? But it was you didn't Terrence, tell me nothing. His family wanted his story told this way. They didn't even tell Fred's story, Terrence. But they 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 did though. Terrell, in the candid moments that we spent with with William O'Neill, where he's worried, I was thinking, man, we should be knowing about Fred, like. Say Fred always wanted to eat a specific thing. I get like, that, Terrence. But now you see, you keep weaving in and out of it being about Fred. The movie ain't about Fred by himself. Look, this is my thing. As a people who, look, this is my. This is why I have an issue with it. We made this movie about, we wanted to make this movie, and, and you're right. They can make the movie about whatever they want to The make movie was good, man. I can't I believe I didn't you. like it because of, because we didn't really learn shit about Fred Hampton. Besides what we already knew. What do you mean you didn't learn anything about Fred Hampton? I learned a whole lot about Fred Hampton. What did you learn about Fred Hampton in that movie that you couldn't have already figured out? I learned about what he did at such a young age. Besides the fact that he was 21. I learned about the Rainbow Coalition a little bit more. Which I, I knew about the Rainbow Coalition, but I didn't really get to... I didn't really get to learn... I didn't really get to visualize it. Like, that scene where he was talking about culture and he was like, what is the... What is the culture when you're in a burning house? Yeah. Like, all you, like, the culture is, like, water and air, air and water. Like, because that's all you need to survive. And he kind of spent that on that group of, the, of the, the white people that were there. And remember, them white people, they had, you know, Confederate flags up. Yeah. And it was like, damn. Like, he walked in that joint and, and spent that. And that was a part of, that was something that he really did at 20 years old. That started the Rainbow Coalition, which basically brought oppressed black people and whites that felt oppressed together. But do you not feel like but the film focused I, I I learned that. But listen about this though. I am sitting here feeling like I heard them mentioning that. I heard him say that. But like But the scene showed you. But and remember it was all the story was told from the lens of the rat though. But that is my issue. I feel like if we're going to do a movie on Fred Hampton, when... You know I what get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? We should know... We should see more of an insight into Fred Hampton. You would have rather them did it like Malcolm X, where, of course, it was, it was, he was infiltrated and killed. But the way that I would have done it is I would have had... You see, the I would have had Lakeith Stanfield's character be the same exact way the whole movie. But we would have focused in... More on Fred and his life, and in those Kendrick, in those small moments where we would have spent with, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, and we keep saying Lakeith, y'all. This dude's name is um, oh, I'm sorry, William. William O'Neal. O'Neal. We've been saying mm-hmm. his name, but the time we spent with William O'Neill and his FBI, you know what I'm saying, agent, the nigga from Breaking Bad. I would have erased all of that. I wouldn't have had that dude in it at all. Maybe until the very end, but. I would have had the entire movie be based around learning about Fred Hampton. And then in the end, what happens would happen. And then they would end up finding out that William O'Neill was the snitch the whole time. And we watched this whole movie and we didn't even know that. Damn, Lakeith Stanfield character was the snitch. Like, think about how good the movie would have been if we was with Frank. I mean, I'm sorry, if we was with Fred Hampton the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. And like he's talking about what he wants to do. We're meeting with him. We have sm- smaller moments. We had that one oops. We had that one moment with him and his mom that I felt like was very dry and missing music. By the way, this whole movie was just missing music. You can tell. Just back off. I get what you're saying. But look, uh, real quick, real quick. I get what you're saying imagine because if Imagine if you watched the whole movie the same way you did, and it was just all Fred, and then in the end you found out that. LaKeith Stanfield was the rat the whole time, and you know how they showed you little plugs like, yes, little flat. Like imagine mm-hmm. they did it like that. Like to me, that would have been better because we focused on Fred and what he was doing, and we realized that it was infiltrated the whole time by him. Why are we so focused in on the rat and what the rat had to go through and how he was stressed out and how the rat was like, fuck him. This is about Fred Hampton, and we not learning shit because we got you. Got to stop saying that. I just told you that I'm we not, learned right, a lot. My, my, my bad. I don't feel like we're getting what we should get out of a you film. Know. I've seen Malcolm X. I've seen Malcolm X by, my, by Spike Lee. I'm spoiled. And we're not going to sit here and act like Fred Hampton because he, did, he doesn't have as big of an impact as Malcolm X. He doesn't deserve the same level film. No, I agree. You know what I'm saying? I've seen Malcolm X, so I don't like the shortcuts, the bullshit. Where the music at? Didn't you feel like there was no music? Where was the music? That's the difference between... You mean like soundtrack, just, just for clarity. Period. What's the point? The Judas and the soundtrack, Judas and Messiah soundtrack. For what? I didn't feel none of them vibes. Look, what's that Nipsey Hussle song? What, is, what, is, what it looked like? What it sounded like? like? What it feel like? Nowhere watching that movie did I feel any part of that song. I never felt like it placed anywhere in that But though. that, to me, is an issue. I would have put that maybe at the... That's never been what soundtracks were supposed to be about. That movie, I'm gonna keep it hundred with you, bro. That movie was good, but it was only good because the real life story of what happened was good. And this is what I will say: um, the real story, where Hampton you do have a life life point, and where I wasn't thinking about it at first, because I'm not gonna let you make me not like the movie. I'll tell you, because um, I liked the movie. I liked it. I loved the performances. I thought it was impactful. I felt it. I love the portrayal of how fucked up J. Edgar Hoover is, um, which I'll talk about him in a second. But just talking about him now. that in a second shit got to go. No, I like it. But what I did want to say is you wouldn't make a movie about Jesus from the lens of Judas. That's what I'm, you know what I'm saying? saying. And so I, I completely yeah, understand like, it. What's the point? Because look, what did you want us to learn about this rap? Black people that you're fucked? Because look. We all really understand that this isn't... They, they tried to make it seem like he was this crazy dude, too. He wasn't crazy. Unfortunately, we get put in a pinch by our oppressors, and we get forced to do fuckboy shit like that. Mm-hmm. But they tried... you see how they tried to make it seem like he was kind of, like, malicious? Like, by having him go in there, that's one thing that I did not like. When they had him go in there and do what he did, and he went out and he was smiling in the car, like, I didn't fuck with that, man. Like, I feel like... This dude was doing something for survival. He wasn't doing something because he wanted to be white or he wanted to be a part of the FBI. Like, he was doing that shit for survival. I don't think he would have mm-hmm. left that thing smiling. I think he would have been like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm doing what I... He, when you watch the interview with a real dude, he seemed like a real matter-of-fact, straightforward, I'm doing what I got to do to survive type nigga. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the worst nigga of, of all time is that type of nigga. But I, yeah. that, that, that's one thing that I didn't, I didn't like.
0: I, yeah. That, I'm very so,
1: critical when it comes to movies that, that are like this, though. Right, people blame will people will place all of the blame on William O'Neill, and he was fucked up for what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think about the power structure that put him in that space to to do that, and that's where I like J. Edgar Hoover, bro. J. Edgar Hoover had an FBI building for a long time that was named after him. He has a movie that Leonardo DiCaprio played him where he's so honorable and fucking, like, this nigga was legit. I absolutely hate him. I hate J. Edgar Hoover like somebody would hate, like, you know, any other fucking tyrant or fucking Hitler-type Hitler person because he he led the charge of turning the Black Panthers into – what they or what they tried to make them into a like a terrorist group and saying they're the the biggest threat to mankind, you and And it, it, hey, those scenes where they were talking about where J Edgar Hoover is there with the that detective and he's like, or they're on the phone with J Edgar and he's like, we cannot have a a black Madonna. I mean, not a black Madonna. I'm sorry, uh, a black. We cannot have a black Messiah. Yeah. We cannot allow the rise of a black Messiah. And then they were like, subduing him is not enough, like. Yeah, like basically telling was them jail they is was talking temporary. He a, a movement in jail. So. Yeah. And they were saying, like, yo, that's just a temporary fix. Basically telling them to kill this man. Yeah. And b- b- essentially getting him killed. But then look, 20 years later, because he died in 1972, three. So fast forward 50 years. Or 40 years. They make a J. Edgar movie that stars Leonardo DiCaprio. Jay Edgar has buildings, fucking statues in places. Yeah. It just goes to show you the type of world that we live in, bro. They really did some fucked up shit that's like. So fucked up. Like the character of, I think his name was um, Junior Plummer, Jimmy Plummer. Played by the young boy. Played by my man from Moonlight. Yep. You saw what happened to him? Yeah. Like they killed him. That's real shit. That like that that shit really happened. Like they really shot that man and, and, and the nigga from the five heartbeats end up dying as a result of it because he ended up killing that cop. Um, remember? Because yeah. he was going to see Jimmy in the uh in the hospital. And what I think about is like y'all look and see how I said five heartbeats. I meant to say new edition movie. <laughs> y'all look and see how this um let me get this off real quick for you. Um Y'all look and see how the assassination of Fred Hampton. If y'all don't know the assassination of, of Fred Hampton, they ran up in his crib, uh, just straight busting. They blasted, um, they blasted him, of course. But um, another another uh, Black Panther Party leader, I think his name was Michael Clark. I think his name was Michael Clark that died uh next to yes, 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 yes. His no, uh, Mark Clark. Mark Clark. Died next to Fred Hampton. But y'all see how they ran up in Fred Hampton's crib? Y'all, y'all know what that is just like? That shit is just like the Breonna Taylor case. I just watched on the uh, documentary that I watched, they said uh, they had the, the police dude come out and read the, the presser to the press of what happened. He said when they showed up, it was nothing but straight gunfire. He said over 200 shots had been shot by both sides. He said that Fred Hampton's party was screaming out, let's shoot it out. This is real shit that I just seen. Look, let's shoot it out. So the shooting continued. They were told to drop their weapons, and they, they said that they didn't want to drop them. They said that the only reason why the cops shot is because as soon as they got there, they were met with shotgun fire. Do you know that there was a big-ass investigation? Mind you, this led to a settlement, only for $1.8 million, but... like. There was these detectives that listened to what he said, and they said, okay, bet we better to go and listen exactly to what you just said. So uh, basically, they went to the, the crime scene, and they saw a sea of different bullet holes, right, all on Fred Hampton's side, like going Fred Hampton's way. Only one bullet hole going towards the cops, one. Mm-hmm. And they executed that in the movie. I don't know if you saw that. At the end, They right? show you the one shot. It's somebody that's kind of like firing back. But there's only one, one shot. shot they showed yeah. in the movie. It was just one shot that they found, but it just goes to show that like even when they found that evidence, they came to that dude that they gave that presser like he was like the head of like the police department or whatever, and they were like, yeah uh so we did research and we find that your 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 research seems to be like untrue what you said isn't true and he was like everything that I said was completely accurate and it's like it's crazy how they that story is very parallel to what we, we, we dealt with just last year. Ab- didn't even think about that. Where Breonna Taylor, they came out and said that they were met with gunfire and that they knocked and shit like that. And they went in and did the same thing to Brianna Taylor that they did to Fred Hampton. And you see why I don't fuck with these movies. It ain't like this shit's not happening to us and we can hee-hee, ha-ha, and laugh because it's not happening. These people don't look no different. That same police department... That shot Fred Hampton, it's the same police. You know, what I'm saying those are the same motherfuckers that shot Breonna Taylor. It's mm-hmm. the, almost like the same exact. Like, Boys in Blue will be Boys in Blue, bro. And it's the reason why I'm so critical on these movies because the um the the shooting of Judas of the Judas and Black Messiah film. The budget was twenty six million dollars. That's not enough. They wouldn't do a a documentary on somebody as small as Tom Hanks for $25 million. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't do a documentary on, on their fucking leaders, the people that they fucking love, the people that really represent the movement of what they have. They wouldn't make no fucking movie on them for $25 million. They, they, the, budget for, the budget for Wolf of Wall Street was almost $500 million. And that's on, and that's on a, a rich, stock-broken snitch. Just a motherfucker that fucked over mm-hmm. the country. I love this doing, is one of our pioneers, bro. Before. This is one but of our are. pioneers. And this is a $25 million budget movie. But they're not going to. But Terrence, you got, what you got to think about is that you, you right, you right, you right. But they're not going to give Shaka King a new black director. And that's why I won't give these movies. And that is exactly why I'm as critical as I am on these movies. Because we're not going to sit here and act like that y'all are going to give us $25 million uh, as a budget. And whatever they give us, we jumping around about it. Fuck no. I'm not going to sit here and be content with the shit that we're getting. Because, bro, we could be getting so but much But Terrence, they're not going to give us $500 million to make a movie about Great Hampton. They won't. But my thing is, bro, this is why I say we don't need to make them. Look. Look at the route that Jordan Peele took. You make a big-ass movie. If you want to step out and make your movie, look. Jordan Peele could make a... If Jordan Peele would have made the movie on Fred Hampton, he would have had a budget bigger than $25 million. He might have had an $80 million budget. You know Terrence what that he means? he proved himself to get that, that means, budget. Right, and that's what I think us black filmmakers should do. Let's get out there and prove ourselves by being original. And then if we want to take a route and honor one of our, you know what I'm saying, pioneers, we can do them justice on screen. The jester is cool, but like at this point... We have to do justice on screen. We just watched them, we're about to watch them do, we watched them do a Harriet Tubman movie. That joint wasn't even that big for real, and that's Harriet Tubman. Like, that joint wasn't even that big for real. I wonder what the Harriet budget was. The Black Panther movie was bigger than the Harriet Tubman movie. For real, for real, when you really think about that, that's an issue. They, were late, uh, they only shot a movie for $17 million, Harriet. A $17 million budget for Harriet Tubman, one of our pioneers. If this was, oh, look, but when they did Aviator for the dude that invented planes, how much do you think Scorsese had for that budget? Big-ass budget, probably. Like, and that's why I say it. if we're going to make these movies, we're going to have to do them the right way. They're not going to give us the money to do it. One ten for Aviator. But it's a thing, bro, Terrence. It's a little bit different, though. If you and, and, and we just being completely honest and transparent, it don't cost hundred and ten million dollars to make a movie about a slave. You don't really need that much. It does cost more to make a movie about somebody that's made planes because disagree. of the because Terrence. You got but I one hundred percent disagree. Terrence, it costs more because of what they have to do in this what movie. But you saying like a slave, like we talking about? I mean, like I'm not trying not downplaying what Harriet Tubman did, but. It's it's more locations to buy fuck versus that. effects. that, Terrell. Fuck that. No, because what you're trying to do is make it seem like but what, Terrence? But what I'm that saying is absolutely one hundred percent wrong. What he just said, Terrence. It doesn't cost that much to shoot what they were what they were what they, what they needed to shoot to execute that vision. You don't. The movement,
0: but what you said, said is wrong, though. Saying but,
1: that you don't need a hundred and ten million dollar budget to shoot a slave is just wrong. Because you don't even know the movie that, that we're trying to make. <laughs> what I'm and saying is. That's one of the reasons why we don't get the money that we need. And and no, that's, that's not products, what I'm saying. Because, look, do me a favor. What I'm saying is it costs $110 million. You can't compare shooting an Aviator and shooting a Harriet because Aviator is about the person that, that look up the budget, quote, unquote, stole his creation, but Howard Hughes, who invented flying. Look so up, there's a lot more special effects. Look at the there's budget, a lot more. Look up the budget for Amistad. That's way different, Terrence. That is way different. $40 million. And they made this movie in 97. $40 million in 97 is $200 million in 2020. It is, bro. But this is what I'll tell you. What I said. Even Amistar, they had to do more special effects. They had to do the ships. They had the water. They had to sell But what I'm telling you is that when we get more money behind it, there's never too much money behind the creation of a project. Every right. single director will tell you, if we had more money, oh, yeah, perfect, because I could have got the lion that I wanted to put right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, if I money understand. was infinite, these stories would be like you saying you don't need $100, $100 million to shoot a slave. I take, that as a, I take that as offense because I'm like, However. oh, so this motherfucker says that he wants to do a movie. On some robots and shit. Terrence, it and costs more. Give it that costs more. It costs more. $110 Yes, it costs more we to doing do robots. A fucking, we doing a fucking movie on our fucking... Terrence, but you... On our fucking history. Terrence, but it don't and cost oh, because, that much. Oh, because he lived in downtown in, in the slums of Chicago. Listen, because he lived in the slums of, Chi- of Chicago, because he didn't have the best clothes and the best stuff like that, y'all really think that we don't need enough money, but look, we do. How many of them shots did we see with Fred Hampton and Daniel Kaluuya as Fred Hampton just standing in front of a white wall? I'm like, the locations we could have gotten had we had more money.
0: No, you, know you are saying? right.
1: The, the, the products and the things that they could have decorated their sets with with more money, bro. I get what you're we, saying, th- Tan, We need but, the money for us to really get our stories off. When you think about authenticity, like look at what Ava DuVernay was able to do with Selma. Beautiful. But look at the Selma budget. That's the only reason Karen why. Selma was budget wasn't even that. Terrell, she got 40 million to do Selma. 20 million. Twenty million. But Ava never had a budget bigger than bigger but, than twenty million Karen, before she did. What I'm Selma. trying to tell you is that she was able to that's a, it's all about what she was able to do with the aesthetic. Like you trying and to And she had a legend. She, she had behind she the she had breath Yeah. yeah. Bradford Young lends that film. But it's even not even that, about that. Even that film should not be but worth Terrence, $20 did that film not look beautiful? Like, the, the location, but the, the way it, it looked? It only looked beautiful because the literally the cinematographer is king for pulling the most out of a small but, location. And he's also better at shooting black people. All right, but look, we we can't stay on this. No, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. For our whole podcast. You're right, you right. We you're stayed right. on a whole movie for the last podcast. I just feel like you trying to make it seem like, it don't cost that much to make a Harriet film, bro. It don't. I'm sorry. And that doesn't take away from her legacy or what she did. I'm talking about lensing it, Terrell, shooting it, and funding it. I just, I just, I'm just going to disagree. You don't have that much to create. You, you trying to compare shooting a film on Harriet to shooting a film on robots. Terrence, that costs way more money to execute. Take the context out of it. That's ridiculous It to costs say, but way more money to create robots. You're and wrong. what you're And wrong. have them move in the film. Terrell, you're wrong. You're wrong. You, I don't get what it's you don't just, get about that. Like that doesn't justify a movie budget. It's Taz. You what making it personal. The, and happen, that's your issue? No, I'm not. Think about the no, I'm not. Art it is a personal created. issue though. It is a personal issue it is, because but we, it's not. we as a people, have to take that personally. You're trying to say that this motherfucker tans. that's making a movie it about it costs more money to make robots, like I robot. But look, just because we're doing a movie about Harriet Tubman, how you know we don't want to show Harriet Tubman getting off of? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? How do you know we, want, we don't want to show Harriet Tubman and her collective walking together in a mass? They did that. You know what I'm saying? They did in a, it. In a mass setting, and we want to shoot an aerial shot. Or, they did it. Or we want to cover it a certain way. Let's say we want to show a scene. Terrence, think about how many everything they want to, real, to do with it. Think movie. about how many pieces of Harriet's story got cut out because... We couldn't fit in the budget. Like, get the fuck out of here! You not about to tell Terrence, me, Terrence? You that didn't? You don't know that that happens though, Terrence. I one hundred percent know that that happens because that happens Where with every movie. That? that happens with every movie Terrence. ever made. What I'm telling you, like I get what Terrell, you're saying. I did. I, I disagree with you, but we can move on. They'll they gonna disagree with you this time. I get what you're saying, but what you? I'm not taking. Because I'm not saying that they don't deserve more money. It's not about. I'm what, saying that you can't about, compare the budget of a film that's for robots Terrell, to what, uh, the budget of a film like this because it's but what different. You don't get, it's about. Sto- it's about story. Because it's the, about story. It's not about subject. You're, you're saying. Because I do a movie with people it's in about it. you do a the me, it's robots, about you deserve a bigger budget than Terrence. Me? The budget is not based on the story. The budget is based on what it takes to execute the script. That's why You are I, a fucking film major. Right, you and, know and this. That to me is the biggest Do you think iRobot That's I, the biggest flaw of filmmaking right but now? But Terrence, iRobot. That's Robot, the biggest flaw. That's why great stories But Terrence. That's why certain great stories don't get made, but it's whatever. It's we're great. not gonna stay this. But this is what I will tell you. Like iRobots budget was 120 million. You don't think they wanted more money or they had to cut stuff even out of that? Imagine if they were only I, given twenty million dollars to do iRobot. They how, couldn't I, do how, it. How that. Movie been. Terrence, they couldn't do it. It'd have been gone. This shit is budgeted. They go in and ask for a budget. This is what I'm going to need to For do real, But there have been slavery movies that have been given big budgets. What I'm telling you Django is, was a big budget. I know Django was a big budget. Django is, it couldn't be a... It $100 million. Is, that's not a slavery movie. And he literally had Harvey Weinstein in his back pocket. And first of all, in this movie, it's Quentin Tarantino. It's not a slavery movie. You can't classify that as a slavery movie. No, I'm movie. saying this probably works towards your argument more than anything. But bottom line, I'm just saying, like, we can't be happy with... What we getting? We're, and and I feel like what you saying about the fact that a robot has to be in a movie, and we got to be able. to I'm saying if you're making budget, a movie about robots, you have we gotta to pay be able for to the justi- special we effects. We, gotta, we should not. I just shouldn't have to justify my budget by what I'm gonna put in this movie. Like I feel like your budget. You can't walk in there with a story and then ask for fifty million dollars. It's like okay, what do you need the fifty for? Well, that's true, but like you can't tell me. You just told me that I don't need fifty million to make you a don't. movie about a slave. And I'm telling you, whoa, don't ever tell me how much money I need to make a movie because if you told me I had $50 million you're taking to make it. A, you're making it a personal no, Terrence, look, black person think thing about how and good, not thinking about the think need about, of the script. Think about how good the movie is about a slave that's, that's a $50 million budget. Every single slave movie that you search that's $50 million budgeted and up will be an award-nominated uh, movie. Every single movie, $50 million and up. You can't find a slave movie $50 million and up budgeted it. That's not uh, critically acclaimed, bro. Like, you can't. You cannot. That's $50 million. If you gave me $50 million to make a movie about a a slave, there's plenty of stories to be told. And for $50 million, oh, we can get a real good story told for sure. I get what you're saying. But what do we like to do? We like to make movies about our heroes with $18 million budget. And then we wonder why the movie just felt so sour. We got Daniel Kaluuya. But Terrence, it's not because of the budget that the film was sour. Yes, it is. 12 Years a Slave it was shot do with it. Well, for $22 million. Selma was shot for $20 million. It's it's not that, bro. I'll tell you what it is. You can't use... It's, it's unfair to use movies like 12 Years a Slave, bro. It's the same thing. 12 Years a Slave stars Brad Pitt. They shot 12 Years a Slave in one place. Terrence, you no, can't. they didn't. You obviously haven't seen the movie, nigga. I, they shot, they shot, shot, they shot that movie in one state, all in at ATL, I think, or wherever they shot it. But bottom line, or wherever they went to that. Terrence, they probably shot the shot. They shot the Shaka King film. They shot it all in Chicago. The, what they had to sh- when they shot Chihuahua in that place, they shot him in the, in that house. That was only a couple scenes. That was a set. Set, and then the last shot was a set. They shot outside, but for the most part. They didn't shoot in. They didn't have to go on a three-year shoot for twelve years of slave. And then look, they were outside most of the time. What was that money going towards? The actors and in the, the the shit they had to decorate the location. Set with. Ten, you gotta pay for these locations. You gotta pay for the set design. But you my point is the, like with a, with a slavery mo- with a slavery movie with more money, it's not about lo- more locations, but it's almost like a it's like more scenes, like more details I can add in this scene. Because remember, most scenes get cut because of the budget, film, and runtime. They don't say, "Oh, we want to do this, but we ain't had no money to do it." That's figured out before you even get on set. You're right, you're right, you're right. We need to get off of this, bro. We went too right. long. Our, our fault, y'all. We've been getting kind of movie ridiculous with these. These last two movies are good, though. I we mean, need to do a com- com- separate Patreon thing that's specific to films. Films, yeah. Or well, we could just deep we dive. We talk about it. Movies. Um. But. Kobe. Damn! Did you see that bullshit? I didn't want to. I want to talk to you about that on here too. Sorry. Oh, so we're just getting away from. We can get away. We'll from. go away from uh, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Big shout out to Shaka King. I love Shaka King. Ryan Coogler, PGA. Um, my boy. I love the film. I thought it was incredible. My bad, real Terrence didn't like it. Oh, Ryan Coogler was a producer. Yeah, he produced. Him and Wifey. Mm Mm-hmm. She told me she was going to hit you about Mayans. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mayans MC, man. We back next week? No. We back in two weeks, man. Early March. If you ain't seen Sons of Anarchy, watch that first and then watch Mayans. Then we lit. But, um... Hey, look. We'll go with that one. We just let it rock. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout-out to Miss Lauren Hill... The uh, a certified legend man, one of the best albums of all time, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Yes, sir.
0: Um, just
1: crossing into diamond man, 10 million records sold, yes, sir. That's crazy. That's beautiful. Yeah, man. Shout out to Lauryn Hill. Hopefully she's somewhere sitting pretty. Shout out to Lauryn Hill, man. That album is timeless. That's one of like when you think about certain albums that are timeless. That's literally one made one tricks. of the best albums ever. It is a very timeless album. If you, all my young niggas, Lauryn Hill, The Miseducation. You can find it on all DSPs, bro. Just get your life right. Ask your mother. Ask your mother about it. Or your older brother. Or older With, cousin or somebody. Yeah, older fine ass sister. <laughs> older fine ass sister. But um. I did want to talk about that Meek Mill thing. The only reason why I mentioned it when I did it because you said R.I.P. Kobe because he was just on the TV and it just completely just jumped in my mind. I wanted to ask you how you felt about it and a lot of people wanted us to talk about it because Meek Mill said, what did he say? If I die, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe, something like that. He said, girl, say something, something. She say something like she know me. If, I, if, I, if I'm lacking, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe. I know that's, it. that's exactly what he said. I'm going um, to keep it 100 with y'all. I'm a battle rap fan. So we kind of knew that this line was coming. Nah, bro. And that's what I was going... Th- that's, what I, that's what I was telling niggas. It, when Kobe passed away... So know, wait, bro. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, I, already, I just told him what the line was. You don't really have to go over it. I mean, if you want to just say the exact words, you can. I was can, about to say this. I was just bringing this up for myself. Oh. I was going th- I was going to tell you that... I wasn't finished yet. The battle rappers came out and said that... I wasn't finished yet, bro. Go ahead. All I'm saying is, if this line was going to be said, I felt like it was going to be said, like, years from now. Or maybe, like, in one or two or three years. Like, I didn't think that... I I just thought the timing of this was just too soon. I actually didn't think that the line was terrible because, unfortunately, that's hip-hop. Unfortunately. And I'm a big Kobe fan. I think the only thing that makes it insensitive is how soon it is. Um, I didn't like it. I thought it was distasteful. Um, and what I was going to tell you, the battle rap community, it came out and was like, all right, y'all, we not doing no Kobe chopper bars, none of that. It was like a... A pack they made visually on Twitter. Murder Moog. All the biggest battlers. Meek Mill not looking at them niggas? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, a lot of people was like, hey, if it's a battle, do you remember what happened with T-Top and the Kanika Jenkins situation? Yes. And like how bad that was? That was fucked like And bad. they were like, it's battle rap. This is what they do. But even the battle rappers came out and was like, we're not going to say nothing about Kobe and Chopper Just because of the way he died and died with his daughter. Yeah. Like, it's just, the man died a, ye- a year, less than two years ago. J- damn it. Just, just over a year ago. Just over a year. I thought it was distasteful of me for him to say, if I lack him going out with my child. and be another Kobe. Like, you wrote that down. And then today gonna post a shoe, that uh, a hat that says RIP Kobe and Gigi on his on his Instagram. Like, now you just look stupid. Yeah, now, yeah, now you just taking an L, You bro, just like look dumb. The line, not even that fire, like, yeah. And if I, look. This bitch, I'm fucking always tell me that she loved me, but she ain't never showed me. What? You're Meek Mill, the, the fucking millionaire, right? You're supposed to say, I'll take this nigga's bitch, right? <laughs> but you just said in your song. This has been his energy lately, though. This bitch, I'm fucking always tell me that she loved me, but she ain't never showed me. So that's cool to say now, I guess. You know what I'm saying? As but a rapper? I mean, I get it. 10, whatever. you you you're just picking that one. Bar, but look, but I get no, it no you I'm just saying. saying. Like, That's just a random ass line in front of, yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe. That's crazy. Now, if you would have said, like him, Kobe, would it have been that bad? That would have been even worse. If I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper like Kobe. That would be worse. I think it'd be another Kobe is worse than like Kobe. I think it'd be another Kobe. And look, Big. It'd be another is reminding, doesn't that? It reminds us of what happened. Like him saying it'd be another Kobe. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, like, yo, don't play. I feel like either way is fucked up, bro. Yeah, Just right. don't. Either way, you shouldn't. He shouldn't have said it. Look, Biggie rapped about blowing up like the World Trade. It's bars. Calm down. Nah, bro, this different. This is different. I mean, of course, be blow up like the World Trade, Bow Center. Like, I get it. World Trade versus Kobe, though? Come on, y'all. It's different. That's just different. Like, this man just died last year. Died with his daughter in a helicopter. A tragedy. Now, of course, the World Trade Center was a tragedy. Um, and that was distasteful from Biggie. That don't change it. That's probably what I, people saying to that. That's That was distasteful, too. But, I mean, it is a level of hip-hop that's... I think we doing the right thing by telling Meek that it ain't cool and he about to get rid of it, so we good. This nigga, I think he, it, if, I, if he would have came out if and been like stood on it, yeah, like it's rap, it's rap. Y'all know I love Kobe, whatever. This nigga post, did you see the picture he posted? It's like a hat that with the brim he wrote R I P Kobe and Gigi, and then the caption just put we getting money or something. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I feel you. I just didn't fuck with. it. I thought it was distasteful. Nigga, I ain't really like the line. Niggas wanted to know what we thought about it. That's how I thought. Thought it was distasteful. I <laughs> didn't like the line, y'all. Hey, random, did you see the Mortal Kombat trailer for the for the movie? They've been making this fucking movie forever. That joint look official. They got a full trailer. out? Nigga, they have a full trailer that dropped today. And honestly, that joint looks official because it's a it's a Scorpion versus Sub Zero scene. Oh, I'm watching it. I'm I'm sold. I got like, to see that. Look, Scorpion take this dude's uh fucking like arm, right? He takes this dude's like in the trailer. It's like he rips this dude's, he like freezes this dude's arms and then like breaks him off, right? Scorpion. Freezes. No, I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. Sub Zero. Okay. He freezes this dude's arms and then like breaks him off. Mm-hmm. Then he like hits him and like the dude like spits. Terrence. I just, I tried to hit my hand. Like he hits him. And then somebody literally said they never hear that. So you always fuck me up on, for no reason. And they know why so so you don't hear that. But he hits him in the stomach and he spit out blood. Sub Zero froze the blood, caught the blood like a, like a spear, and then was like, Stuck it in him and threw him. I think that was Scorpion. And it's going to be like real Mortal Kombat. Because when he did that, Scorpion was like healed in a way. He just got thrown back. And then Scorpion, of course, did the get over here thing. But I was like, you know what? The little kid in me is bought in on this. I like, like, look, they got Liu Kang, Kung Lao. They have everybody. Look, they have the little... Do you remember the Mortal Kombat where they they had had Johnny Cage in it? Jax? Everybody's in it. All we live. But look, do you remember... The Mortal Kombat, y'all, where you had to go and train. You had to go to those little Chinese little things and you had to you had a hut. Remember, you had to learn how to do the drunken monkey.
0: You had to learn all of that shit.
1: That was that was like Mortal Kombat. That That was Xbox, 360. That had to be 360, yeah. We had it on 360. There was no way it was. I think that was Kung Lao versus. It was the Kung Lao versus. The one with Kung Lao and Liu Kang went in front of it. I don't know. But all I know is the Mortal Kombat fan and me, man, wants to see that joint. That's going come out soon. Hey, that look. was the, the scariest. You had to walk through a fucking graveyard and go to graves and pick up new omissions. <laughs> that shit was. <laughs> scary. That was the scariest, scariest game to play. play. Hey, look. But I, what I will say is, I also think that it is a full Asian cast for a lot. Not full Asian cast, but there's a lot of Asian actors in it. Like I thought Sub Zero would be cast as a white dude, but Sub Zero is actually cast as an Asian dude, and Scorpion is an Asian dude. And when he say, oh, he, when he say, get over here. He don't say, get over here like the Americans. He say like a Japanese, get, up, get up over here. It's weird. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I respect <laughs> it. I respect it because I felt like, you know what? The origin of this is wherever they are. Fuck I respect it. it, man. I'm excited for it. On another, on another tip, you got, it's just a lot of fun coming out because the Justice League trailer was amazing, too. You got Justice League coming which is um, I felt like, right. like when they do movies like Justice League like there's Zack too many Snyder. people for y'all boy for to be good. It's too many people. Like if it was a, if it was oh just God. can y'all imagine a Spider-Man versus Batman? Random as fuck but like Spider-Man and Batman's worlds collide. I'm not listening to Terrence. because his what? his Black Ass was happy as hell. Nigga, they when they came. League? When, a, when Avengers They're came out, you loved it. it. and we get two when we get a, two Avengers came out, you loved it. Nigga but Avengers We've gotten six Avengers. This one movie. When the first one came out, you loved it. Terrell, I know. But I'm saying, like, we did have a lineage of a bunch of films. Avengers, when it first came out, also was only four people. It was Captain America. What are you talking about? Listen, Captain America, Hulk, uh, Iron 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 Man, Man, Thor. Uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye Black Widow and Black Widow were there, but come on, bro. You were really there for those four main... Nick st- Fury. Come on, bro. You know what I'm talking You're about. You're making it seem like it this was four motherfuckers like the cartoon. Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg. Batman, Wonder Woman had a dope-ass like, movie. Batman I just versus like Superman. They got, they got Superman. Superman had a movie. Focus we room. just got the Aquaman movie. All right, Terrell I'm not trying to go back and forth with you, bro. Like... I'm just saying Nah, you trying to step on Cause my... Because now you're going to try to go back and forth with me and we're going to be on movies again, bro. Well, this is what I wanted to say before you stepped in with your negativity. Is it going to be fun? Is Justice League... And they introduced the Joker at the end of the trailer? Like, bro. Look, you the, can't not like... The Jared Leto Joker coming back? Come on, man. You a rookie. You out here with a white T-shirt niggas, on, talking real loud with your white this, T-shirt this, this, on. This, 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 this nigga. rookie-ass nigga. This movie is getting can't. ready to be lame. Sorry. And Zack Snyder I did. I swear if I was a supporter of us, I would Look, not like you. And Zack Snyder did. I would just not like you because, like, you. this is about to be a dope-ass film. You didn't like Judas in the Black Messiah. Oh, it should have been done different. All right. Everybody else loved it. I guess you didn't like it. Okay, cool. Did you like Batman versus Superman? It was all right. I feel right. like this is going to be so, better, though. So you think when they add five other motherfuckers I that have their own movies and they the but, main okay, character, that this will be better? I love Thor Ragnarok like, where Thor went up against the angry-ass Hulk, but that's how I look at that. A hey. movie with all of them together is kind of like, you. I'm it's like, going to be great. The, the cyborg is dead, brother. Shout out to my Manny Vander, whom I agree with where he says. Sometimes, it's just like, everybody's going to say that they want to see this, but for real, for real, like, you know what I'm saying, everybody's going to have a certain opinion. I just go with a different opinion, and then if I'm proven wrong, I'll admit it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'm not going to go with it what everybody else thinks. Like, yeah, as much as I want to believe it, that's going to be good. Mm, y'all be fucking movies up, man. I want to believe it's going to be good because Zack Snyder did the, the Superman joint. But other than that. Hey, um, switching gears. Um, how you feel about your boy Bradley Beal? Shout out my man Bradley Beal. NBA All-Star. This is his second All-Star appearance. Yeah, he's, he's a, a they, Yeah, now was a jersey. starter. I know he didn't get to go so last getting, year. I'm getting a jersey. I'm getting a jersey. This is the first time we got a Washington player. First time in a long time. We had a Washington player starting. This might be the first time in, like, history. A lot of people feel like Dame Lillard was robbed because they put Luka in over Dame. I don't watch enough basketball. Luka should be there before Dame. Everybody was like, Dame robbed. Damn. Should Luka be there over Dame time? I don't watch enough uh, basketball. Mm, I like Luka, though. I like Luka, and I like Dame. So I, don't, I thought they both should go. I thought they both should go too. Is it look? Is is Kawhi doing balling like that? Cause nobody saying but that about what him? I'm saying, is he really? Yeah, he's just a, he's impacted, Yeah, he's a, he's like one of those people. Who's the, the big dude for the Nuggets? Jokic, Jokic, yeah, yeah MVP. Not MVP, but MVP, MVP conversation, so look. he had to be there. <laughs> yeah, MVP convo. But yeah, I didn't like the picture of all of them in white and LeBron in yellow. I didn't see that. But look, we talk, What are we talking about? Like. Come on, bro. I feel we haven't talked about nothing. Like, Why do you do this thing where you do that? Why do you do that? Because we, we were just about talking Judas about the and NBA. The then we was talking about... like we, You step on topics like We were just talking about the NBA. Look, you're talking about... Like, I didn't like the picture of LeBron in... I'm like, I don't even know what we're you're talking, talking about. We started talking about NBA All-Star. This nigga acts like he doesn't know what we're talking about. I didn't see a picture of LeBron in white. And but look, I've yellow. exhausted my docket. You had nothing else on your docket? We've been talking for, 100 and, I mean, for an hour and 40 minutes. We talked about that damn movie for a whole podcast. I'm not Day. fucking with this. Bro, we knew he was going to come in here and rap about that movie. Your bitch ass waited to watch it, so guess what? But you know what? Terrell likes to do the thing, you y'all, where we wait to watch shit. I mean, we wait to talk about shit, for a pod. But y'all give him feedback. Y'all see, when we wait to talk about movies, we get a little long-winded on this, right? So if y'all feel like, damn, like I didn't see the movie, the whole pod I was wonder if some movie, people want like a three-hour pod. Then... Three hour pods are cool, but like, I just feel like I don't want to burn time. ourselves out. Like, I feel like when we keep it with the potent quick topics, I feel like they better than us sitting on here. To- like, I feel like we should have did our own video on just Judas and the Messiah. You know, we could have did, we could have dove a little bit deeper. Well, nigga, we got deep. <laughs> we did. Oh, but, wait, wait. Um, let me just make sure this isn't something that. Oh, damn. Somebody did want me to talk about that too, but it's fine. I wanna go back to the nigga that I was when I was a needy. Niggas regular my fucking nerves, man. I can do what I want. It's just like I hate you do I, what I want, bro. I hate people that just. Don't I do listen. what I want. You don't wanna wear the headphones, so you know you just laugh and like the Dingy ass Broncos hat. Bum ass team with a with bum ass players. Terrence, the fuck out of here. Okay, first of all, bum ass team. bum ass players? How many this rings? This thing's a bum ass have. nigga sitting here with a bum ass crusty ass hat on. How many rings? Look at your hat, boy. That hat looked dingy as fuck. It looked like you went fishing a couple times in that hat, and you had to put your your hat down on the cooler because you had a big one on, boy. And that joint fell off in the water. You still wear that joint. I got this hat in 2013. No, matter of fact, yeah, I got this hat in 2013 because I'm looks a real like fan. A vintage anniversary You don't even have any Redskins paraphernalia. You look like you got that from a collector's edition, and you just wear it. You were supposed to put that on a stand and collect it, boy. You got that joint on your head. I've had this hat for. Seven years. He talking about how long he had the hat. You're not even a real fan. You don't even have any Washington gear except for the jersey that I got you. I have two jerseys. I had to buy you a. I had to buy you. I have two Washington jerseys. Excuse me. I have two jerseys. To and excuse then me. second of all, you could never come from my squad. Three rings. I bought me a Terrell. I had a three jersey. Three rings. Don't listen. Don't listen to him, y'all. I, I just showed y'all that I had my jersey. We have three rings. I just told y'all that I had a jersey. He got me my Chase Young jersey. Three. I'll give you, I'll give y'all that. But three Lombardis. Terrell, we had three Lombardis. Y'all have two With Lombardis. 10. We have three Lombardis. Two. Bomb this ass nigga, this nigga's an idiot. We won Super Bowl 32, 33, and 50. Which Super Bowls did y'all win? I bet you don't know. I, I, guess what? One of them we beat y'all. Y'all, y'all but what year? That's what I do know. But what year? What year? 98. Uh, 90. It was. We 90, won a 98. No, was that was 32 for it us. Was 92 for us. I'm sorry. 92, we won. The other two. The other two. Bitch-ass nigga not a real fan. can tell you the offensive coordinator 80, of this 80. year, the, the D.C. of we this year, it. but the nigga don't know when he got his chip. Hard Do you to know why? I'm because not going to tell you the year. You got me right now in the year. I tell you that, but I know how many rings we got. Y'all went from getting you all Super Bowl ring to, um, I'm not going to say that because it's going to be fucked You saw this nigga talking about football? I'm just talking about this nigga's beat-ass hat. That doesn't speak about the team. Boy, that speaks about you. Dingy ass nigga. How? Look at you, boy. You got on that lenny ass sweater. This is an OG. You Mallory look staticky boy as merch. fuck over there. If I touch you, I'ma get popped. OG Mallory Bros merch on on. on uh, he got the, the sleeves right rolled there. up because that Jonas is a super small. I got the sleeves rolled up because this one is this a little young. That joint is a 32T. But i he got to sport on. the OG merch, man. Like I like to. I like to sport now merch. Now he wanna switch it up. Damn. Salute when you see me. Look at this nigga, man. Salute when you see me. Hey, would you date a girl that was a uh, And I think we talked about this already. But um, would you date a girl? What was the question that I, it wasn't the only it wasn't the only fans joint. But what was it? Would you date a girl if she if she if I got she, one of those if you don't have it. I don't have mine. It was one of those I was thinking I would me. never date a chick that drives a fast car like a I saw this I saw this girl that was driving a a, a, a look, a SRT Charger and I was like yeah damn yeah i see it this. just felt like look why do you have this yeah i want a chick that drives the central or the little cute car i don't want nobody that got a why do you want an american muscle car I why i had this chick that was like uh i don't know like just giving me play you know what i'm saying and then we was making the eye contact and then she went outside i went outside and i saw her coming up she was in this nice ass camaro i thought that was attractive bro I was like, she skirted off in that joint and everything. I'm like, all if right, I met then. you outside the camera, alright, but if this first first taste, you 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 nah. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you I'm gonna give y'all some insight into my life. One thing that I really fuck with is when and this is just some shit that that that's just me. I think it's mad attractive when women drive, period. Like I think it's an attractive ass thing. I don't know what it is. Like every girl drive different, even though girls all like drive the same. But I've drove I've been riding with a, a bunch of different Not a bunch of different women, but I've wrote with a bunch of different women over time that, bro, girls. This nigga Terrence is full of shit, man. Girls, he's full of shit. Girls drive. Girls drive. What are you talking about? You like, you think it's attractive when girls drive? I think it's attractive as fuck when girls drive. Bro, when I wrote that story, I've been working on this story called Tran Tony for years. It's not gonna be called Tran Tony anymore. That was just a basic ass name I picked because I couldn't think of a name. That's probably why he called it Marie. But even in Trey and Tony Terrell, when I wrote Tony character, she drove a big-ass Suburban because I've always thought it was attractive for a woman to drive a big-ass truck. So this not no fluke, bro. This real shit. Like, I just love the way girls look driving, bro. I would, like, one of my things I want to do in my life, bro, you know how old niggas get in the car and they get in the passenger seat and then they, they woman get in the, the driver's seat and she driving around? i fuck with that. I would do that. Because you know how much I'm going to drive. But like just that one day where like, I might be off and she running errands, hey, no, you driving. I'm kicking back. Like, And it's just when you watch your girl drive, son, and it's your girl attractive to, to me. Yeah, they just it's want damn, give to a damn. Girls always say that we look attractive when we drive, but they be looking good as hell when they drive. Unless you got one of them girls that doesn't know how to drive and she looking like this, look. If she's sitting in the stand wheel like that, like, all right, yeah, all right. It's you know what I'm terrifying. talking about—the girls that drive know with swag. I who he trying to get. This driving or. So real, I'm just bringing it up. Like I'm not trying to get nobody. But you know what's—you know what's fucked up—is you can't even add to the convo because you try and figure out who I'm talking about. Just and like talking can, about nobody. Just like you did to me for the last two weeks. Nigga, I'm talking about nobody. So now, how you feel about girls driving? I think. Look, I ain't going to try to be the stereotype nigga, but let me tell you something. This nigga don't even talk to girls. I'm not going to be the stereotype. This nigga used to picking girls up. This nigga try to pick, this nigga picking girls up from the train station. This nigga got his hazards on outside. (laughs) That's you, boy. This nigga got the Metro, this nigga got the Metro men beeping at him. This nigga ain't never been here before. (laughs) He getting the kissing ride. (laughs) (laughs) What lane you in? (laughs) What the fuck you talking about? That's never me, boy. That's you. Nah, that's not me. That was me once upon a time, long time ago. Real ones. You pick a girl up on a metro station? I, cause let me tell you something. This isn't anything. You drop her off and think you never see her again. She going on in that spooky ass train. Be <laughs> careful. I might walk you in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I don't know if this is fucked up or not, but if I have to drive or a girl drive, I'm driving 1,000% of the time. You know why? And this is not fucked up. Women drive so fast. Women definitely drive. It's like, what are we, where are we going? They'd be like, you want to go over to the McDonald's? And we're speeding to a McDonald's. We're balling. Like, yo, it's ice out. It's ice out. Yeah, like. I don't understand. I don't understand what the. And then look, do we have to play the music at 100%? That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't give a fuck that you fuck with Pooh Shiesty. Like, cool. Yeah, turn Turn that shit down. Let's have a Turn that shit down. Like, I must be an old nigga, but like. They get in the car. You know what pissed me off? You we driving. blast the music all the way to the McDonald's. Then we get to the window. Bro, I just like to be. You, bro, you turn the window down and then she say what you want. and You like, hold up. If you wouldn't have been blasting <laughs> music, we could have talked about what we was going to get. And let me tell you this too, bro. I just like to be in control of the vehicle. I guess I just have trauma. But look these girls they get like look, you, get you just comp- like to be in control, period. Nah, because you bro. are a man. That's and that's true. what you men like. Y'all just <laughs> reckless behind y'all recklessly drive. You get in all right now you being stereotypical now. I'm just you, hey, be, look, you, you being I'm general spade a spade. Generalizing a spade generalizing spade that. a spade and I've rolled with I've wore with you generalizing all I roll with now. over ten women behind this wheel. Behind the wheel behind the wheel. All ten trash drivers that you know doesn't all, that still doesn't If they can say niggas ain't shit from the one nigga that wrote the hard nigga, we can talk about the girl drive. Go ahead. So, what I was getting ready to say is, and this isn't even just specific to women, but when I get in the car, that's why I say I like to be in control, I don't put the heat on me right away. I don't get in and put the heat on blast, nigga, Yeah, I mean, and in that cold air, yeah, you like, yeah. I put the fucking window joint on. And then let my engine get a little, get the engine drink go from cold, from cold to, right to hot. Middle. And then that way, when I turn it on me, it's It's hot. warm, yeah. And it's like they go a warm hitting. I'm not, look, you get in, crank the heat, crank the music, yeah. then you speed in. Hey, look, and for my cold, I'm like, for look, my look, cold I, people, if you got coffee, it's nothing better. Look, if you're going to get coffee, like say you live close to the pe- place you go to get coffee, or you got coffee in your crib, the best thing to do when I get in my car, this is some daring shit, but I'll get in my car when it's cold, and I will not turn the heat on. Because I know my car going to heat up with me in it and me just driving around. But that, that fucking coffee, I'll just hit the coffee. The coffee's so fire because it's cold. Everything else cold, but the coffee hot, that shit is fire. And, and let me tell you something. You ever wait to and turn let, your heat on and when you finally turn it on, it's warm air that come out. That feeling is unmatched. It is. And let me tell you, leather seats are trash. You're tripping. Terrell, when it's cold. I'm I'll a th- nigga that has cloth terrible seats. But guess what? When it's cold outside and you sit on leather, it's an ice box. When it's hot outside and you sit on leather, it's hot as fuck. Cloth is always feeling good. But this is the thing about cloth. If it you don't have look kids, as good cloth don't look as good as leather. If you have kids, you going to get it dirty as fuck. If you get kids, get leather. Yeah, get leather. Because let me tell you something about cloth. Every little grain of salt, sugar, anything is you can f- vacuum off. Leather gets stuck down in there and it creates that, ter- that that leather you can just look, you can just look. You can just look. Nah. Fuck the cloth, look, think about it, the cloth, you can vacuum your shit. Look, when you black look, so when you vacuum your floor, you know what I'm talking about. Cause that joint look perfect as hell. You vacuum your floor. That yes. leather don't ever look the same if you let that shit stay in the crevice long enough. That's facts. You can let that you're shit just sit a filthy, in the cloth. You just, you you're just shit, a filthy nigga. Nah, you can <laughs> let that shit sit in the cloth, the cut of the cloth for a minute. And that cloth will come back to life. Leather? I swear I'm so against leather seats now. I know for a and fact. And you know how them cars, like them challenges, like them dodge. Remember dad's Dodge Nitro? It had not cloth seats, but it did like a, like a, like that cloth hybrid type, type of, I hated it. I fuck with that. I hate that shit. It looks like it so it's, cheap. If you if it's raining, you could like, that shit will get wet and it won't even, you know, like did I want some luxury shit though, man, car. I, did car, I see what? I was going to ask you if you've seen this Jeep track hog interior, but I don't think you did. I oh, don't know, but car shopping is stressful. Car shopping is stressful, but look, I got to get up in the morning, y'all. We hey, look, hey, look, look, we're going to stop doing that. If we're going to end the podcast, we're just going to end it. We're not ending it because you got to get up in the morning. We don't need to hear that every time we end the podcast. They don't need to hear that they're getting their podcast shut, cut short. Cause Terrell so, Terrence, has to wake up in the morning. Say. You should just end it. They don't need to hear what you gotta do. Terrence, nobody ends their podcast that way. Terrell, hey. nobody. And yeah, ends. look. Hey, all right, y'all. So we at the end of the road. You don't gotta. I just said that. No, you like to say every podcast. All right, I gotta wake up in the morning. We ending it. Nah, we not doing that. And I'm putting your ass in chat. You no nobody nigga can ever put me in chat. You just you got, got me put in check. You just got put in chat. You can never put me in chat alright you All right, y'all. I gotta get up in the morning fuck you talking about? <laughs> look, they don't get the rest of the pod it just cut off. <laughs> I wonder what happened. In the video pod, just me like. <laughs> it's so funny because people start just making fucking But dead ass. Why do I feel like I'm about to be off tomorrow? I'm not. Hey, look. Is it going to snow tomorrow? Yes, it... nigga. it's supposed to snow overnight. That's why I'm trying to go to bed. I'm trying to go to bed going to wake up and then tough it. This nigga thought he was come on, man, a real one. So look when you see me. All right. Right y'all happy friday holding our store got new things coming so stay tuned for that it might not be up by the time we do the next pod y'all i'm gonna keep it 100 because i'm waiting for him to come in but look we got motion on that uh and look out for more content that's gonna hit the patreon man like we really got like different ideas that we're working on it's not only that so yes we didn't get to talk about the judas and the black messiah soundtrack and the nipsey track because we did a video it's on patreon it was an exclusive to patreon uh, well, We broke that track down, so if you didn't see that, yep. big shout out yep. to everybody that is a Patreon, man. We up to almost 1,600, man. Come almost and join the game. Almost 1,600. Let's go. Almost 1,600 Patreons. 1,600 real ones, man. Patreons or patrons? Mm-hmm. Patrons. Patrons. Patreon. Patrons. Because they're not Patreons. They are Patreons. But they say atrian. It's patron, patrons. Who knows? The people that fuck with us. Nigga, the Lincoln. Niners. Line. There we go. Yes. Shout out to the Niners, join us. Yes, sir, man. Shout out to Chloe Bailey, because boy oh boy. Boy, oh boy. My goodness. Coming into that greatness, man. It's time to come into that greatness like Chloe Bailey, and that's what we're doing, man. Shout out uh Nipsey Hustle R I P Victory Lab February yes, 16th. We 36 in, man, inconsistent Kings. Until next time.